0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Well, welcome to Red Men Radio. Uh, no Paul Machen. This week we are with the gloriously bald. Steve Ho, and obviously you're with myself, Chris Pajak. Uh, this is the first podcast I've ever done that's not with Paul, Men Radio. It, it feels a little bit strange. You look quite a lot different to him, to be honest. Um, are you missing Paul while he's been away?
0: No, he's a Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that it? it? Yeah. No, apparently I've been I've been informed that I get a bit of stick on this podcast than you guys are on. I've never listened because it's obviously crap, but it's gonna no. be, it's going to be worth listening to today. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna off the bat I'm just gonna go with to Bellend and see if he actually listens and or if he doesn't. We'll okay, you're
1: gonna it. give him anything else later on in the th- in in the show to make sure that he stays till the end yes, or?
0: yes I've got another one word land for
1: them. Excellent. Okay. Uh, well, we we'll normally start the uh, the podcast with a question. Now, the question's normally funny, but the, the, this question isn't. This is a this is a normal question, um, although it is worded quite,
0: yeah, strangely and, and long.
1: It's long, yeah, and that's a bit of a nod to Dave Gill, who used, used to help us out with the show and stuff back in the early days. So the question to you, Steve, is the constant absorption of magical moonbeams mixed with the radioactive vegetables you've just consumed have given you the ability to resurrect the career of one Liverpool player of your choice. So, Steve, which former Liverpool
0: player do you bring into the 2017-18 side? Honestly, the... Every part, I mean, my instincts really, really wants to bring an attacking player in just for the laughs. I'd love to see Suarez back. I'd love to see Stevie Gerrard back. You know, I, I did never see Kenny Daglish play, but you know, I've been, we're all pretty much reliably informed that he was, you know, one of the best players in the world and stuff. But for this, you'd have to look at the defence, wouldn't you? Especially after the weekend and stuff, it's even more pronounced. So but, you're
1: going like a defender, or you're going goalkeeper, or I'm thinking, mid?
0: I'm, yeah, I, I'm going centre back, and I've I've gone again. I can't speak for like lads in the 70s and 80s I didn't really see them play I've obviously seen clips and stuff but I think it'd be wrong of me to say that although you, you hear stories of how good they were from my area of who, who I've seen I think this side could really really do with Jamie Carragher in it mm. and I I don't think he's even the best center off we've had over the last 20 years I because I, th- I think Sam Yippe is better than him I think I fully fit Daniel Aga it was probably better than Jamie Carragher for me but I'm not having that that's fine it, it's a it's a, one of those yeah people disagreeing us that's fine this side needs a character at the back who organises. It needs someone who can win their battles and it needs someone who isn't going to be horrendously isolated one-on-one. Um, Carragher, now, I've seen players skin Carragher, play, you know, Terry Henry and Drogba, for example, yeah. but most of the time, Carragher would win that one-on-one duel and that's what happens to our defence. You do get exposed a lot, but I'm doing it more for the, the intangibles, if I'm honest, Chris. Um, that third goal against Tottenham was the one of the weekend that just infuriated me the most. Listen, the the other goals, mistakes happen, and when you've got pretty average players or bad players playing, you kind of have to accept those until you sign better ones mm. and that's where we are. That third goal for me was complete disorganisation. Um we defend the free kick where everyone dro- you know, the whole we we stand the high line and drop back. To be fair to Liverpool, that's worked this season quite well. It didn't need to be done there. They sent no one forward. They they wanted half time. Oh yeah. They were okay. they were just kicking it into our box to get half time. And we all drop back and Harry came was like, oh, sound! I've got battle for this ball. Joel Matip throws a header to the edge of the box, Daily, Alley scores and game over. A proper defender, a proper leader would have identified that situation and said, actually, lads, let's just go back 10 yards. this are sending no one forward. And then you just head away and, and it's game over. So I think this side could really do with someone at the back who organise as well. And obviously he's a better defender than Daniel Lovren.
1: Yeah, I have gone I, I would hundred percent agree with your pick from Carragher. From the era of players that I've seen, you know, I'd be looking at maybe your Mark Wright, because I really like yeah, Mark Wright, although I think a lot of people didn't at the time. Um you're looking at Sammy Hippier, Danny Agar, even Stefan Onshow we mentioned before the show. But I'm going to go further back. I'm going to go to an era that was before my time. But a guy who's been around this football club uh, while I've been a Liverpool fan. And, and that guy is Phil Thompson yep. for me because he's a, he, he embodies the same things that Jamie Carragher embodies for me. It's that organisation, that leadership, you know, that no-nonsense defending that Carragher was so famous for. Phil Thompson would be that man. And we saw... As an assistant manager, that he was exactly the same as that. You know, he would organize that team under Gerard Houllier, and he managed that team in Houllier's absence. So for me, although I never saw him play,
0: I'm going to go with a a former European Cup winning captain and Phil Thompson. Yeah, for sure, and I think we're both along the same lines of not only the good players, and listen, they walk into our team. They'd be be the best defender in this team by far, I think. But they've got a bit about them as well. I, th- I do think, you know, I think it's easy at times to go with the whole he lacks character, blah, blah, blah thing. And at, at times I think that's a bit of a cop-out for managers or whatever to use that, oh, he lacks character. This team doesn't like character, it lacks leaders and it lacks organisation. And I think the two fellows we've mentioned would bring that. And they'd also, Chris, I think we're a bit soft. Mm. I think Liverpool are good when things are going well and I think they're very, very flaky when it's not. Yeah. Heads go. So I've seen Jamie Carragher score an own goal and then get back up and brush it off, and then that's play. what he does. And he play, forgets about and, it, and he can put a man in the match performance. in from that moment on, um, random one, but I was thinking about this the other day. I remember Richard Dunn for Man City, who wasn't great. Yeah, he's got all, he's got tons of on goals, but it wouldn't affect him. That mistake at the weekend affected Dejan Lovren. And it led to two more mistakes. Well, that's it. He's overcompensating for the second exactly. one, isn't he? He yeah. tries
1: to win the ball. There's no need for, to do it. It actually brings me on nicely to the second question. Okay. Uh, and then we've got a really a meaty topic that I want to want to really get into. And then we're going to do some questions yeah. and stuff from Twitter. So I suppose the question now is, are lover and Mignolet good enough? Now, the reason that I've chosen this question is because it's all I'm seeing on social media at the moment. People questioning Dejan lover in the side. People questioning Simon Mignolet. You know, Mignolet, if you were... If you were dead against him, you could point to all four goals against Tottenham and say he's got a he's got a direct hand in all four of those goals. Um, so the the question is, are they good enough for Liverpool?
0: Um, Lovren first, no. We we all we all agreed in the summer he had to be replaced. I think I don't think he's, as a third. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's absolutely garbage. I don't think he. I don't think he's a terribly. You know, people are comparing him to the likes of of crap players I've seen, like Paul Konchesky or. Someone like Joe Cole, who was just constantly shit. Lovin' it isn't constantly, constantly crap. He's a good, he's good at certain things. His problem is, it's all. I think it's all mental. Physically, he's fine. You know, he's he's quite quick. He wins headers. He can win a tackle, but his decision making is shocking. Do you know what my my issue? One of my major
1: issues is to be switched on. And did you see the Monday night football where Peter Schmeichel was talking about the goalkeepers a yep. couple of weeks ago? And he was talking about the concentrations level needed for goalkeepers to be able to not be involved in the game for 90 minutes and then be there. And he said one of those things is you've got to be physically fit to be mentally switched on for 90 minutes. Dejan Lovren is physically fit and can't do it. So he's never going to be able to get through a game of football, I don't think, or a consistent run of games of football and be able to be switched on because he consistently makes mistakes throughout his Liverpool career. And I'm sure he did at Southampton as well. It's not so, and I, and I don't know this for a fact, but that guy is not good enough. And why we why we pay him a hundred thousand pounds a week, I'll never know. Because if he protecting value, he's gotten
0: on. Sell him. Yeah, listen, mate. We all sat in the summer, and we we were all gobsmacked that Liverpool didn't buy a defender. And we know everyone's going to be on about the Virgil Van Dyke stuff, and and that's fine. I get it. Liverpool wants a Virgil Van Dijk. but you can't always get your number one target. And I get the fact that you know we'll wait and we'll spend the money wisely and we won't panic buying and stuff. It's all well and good saying that if, if what you've got is good enough to win you things. And mm. I don't think what we've got now, and I kind of include Joel Matip in this, if I'm honest as well, are good enough to win a league right this second. I think Matip is our best defender, and I don't think he's... He's not loved and he's not that bad. But ideally, I, he would be your first backup for me. I would want two lads who are better than him, and I would have him third. Better than Matip? Yes, I think so. I think if you he wouldn't get in any top six side, I don't think, if I'm honest, other than I think
1: I think the, the thing that's holding Matip back, and I... I I, I I I get what you're saying. I really do. Is that Matip isn't the leader of the defense, and he needs someone to bring him on. Yeah. And he needs that leadership next to him to make him. So a maybe, maybe yeah,
0: I agree. And I, to an extent, Van Dyke might make, bring him on to his shell kind of thing. But for Lovren to be Liverpool's first choice centre back going into the season was criminal. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely stupid. And I again going back to it, the Van Dyke thing is what it was. You couldn't get him. You know, you got you got caught with your kicks down, and you got done. You could have signed someone else, and it's admirable sorry, admirable to say it's him or nobody. That's fine, but ask Chelsea what happened when they wanted Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain mm. to to play a, a role in their squad. They couldn't get him. The next day they've signed Costa. Yeah. They hadn't been linked to him. There was no real talk about him, and now he's playing for Chelsea. And he might play ten games this season, but he's there if they need him. You know, we didn't do that. I think you could easily have bought someone, and then you could still have went and bought Van Dijk in January or the summer. There's here's no the, reason not to do it. Here's the thing, and we
1: absolutely apologies if you've been listening to us on on the website or anything like that i have made this point once before but i know there's a lot of people who listen to the podcast who don't watch yeah. any of our videos and stuff so for me i've said it i've said it before we're not in the position of Manchester City where they can make a mistake and you can scrap that money. Jürgen Klopp, for me, has to be very, very particular about his signing. So if he decides that that's the only guy that he thinks was, is going to make our defence better, I understand him wanting to wait for Virgil van Dijk. The issue that I've got with it is that everybody else knew we needed maybe one, maybe, well, definitely one, maybe two centre-halves to come into this squad. Now, if, if you've got a finite amount of money to spend... I wouldn't have signed Alex Oxlade Chamberlain and I'm a massive Alex Oxlade Chamberlain fan and always have been. But there was thirty five to forty million pounds that you could have spent on another centre of and you're still saving that Virgil van Dijk money for the next time. Now Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's gonna get a run of games this season, of course he is, but at the expense of someone like a Ben Woodburn, maybe even an Ajari that you might be able to bring into this side. And it's only because really of Adam Lallana's injury, Phil Coutinho's injury, Sadio Mane's injury that he's even getting a look in in the first instance. So for me, I'm not that bothered if you don't sign
0: Van Dijk and you save
1: that money. It's how you spend the rest of yeah, your money that's
0: pissed me off. Those you know those talks of bids. For Thomas Noir the day of the day before trying to win, I don't think it was a money thing. I think it was just it's him or nobody, which again, I, I kind of understand because you you don't always want to compromise, but sometimes you've got to compromise. Do you
1: think we should be spending
0: £100,000 a week on, on a backup centre back? If he's good enough, I wouldn't, I'd have no problem with that. I wouldn't have a problem with all Liverpool's bench being on underground a week, provided they were good enough to play for Liverpool. James Milner is a good player to have on your yeah. bench, and he's on that much money, and I've got no issue paying James Milner that. There. There's an no argument to say that. A few of the lads starting now could be on the bench on that money, and they'd be fine, you know, because you need a good squad. You can't just get away with with it. My, my issue is, he's our first choice, and he, he's his first choice, Chris, and he's injured. Mm. He he doesn't train. He's on painkillers. He's taking you know, he's taking medicine and tablets before games. He doesn't train. So by not signing anyone in the summer, we got left with a drugged up Dejan Lovren as our first choice centre half, and that for me is inexcusable. And him and him and Matip have done. Well, record-wise, I think together, but, yeah, as a yeah, duo, they have. They have the record's good. They've only lost a couple of games. But what I would say in those games is, a few of them they've been bailed out by their attackers, so they've let three in. Yeah,
1: uh, you
0: know, or the goalies had to make a worldy save, or something's happened. You know, what I mean, it hasn't just been rock solid Liverpool, has it really? You know, that record can be a bit
1: misleading. We've got a soft underbelly. See, that's the issue. Yeah. Is you every time we we have the ball at the back, every fan is nervous because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, that that second. Uh, where the, the uh, Hugo Lloris for Tottenham throws the ball out and Dejan Lovren misjudges it, I don't understand it. I I just I just do not understand it. And I, you know, there's a risk reward benefit to everything that you do on a football field, and your risk is Harry Kane being in behind and and then being in a two on one against you and your reward is what you you head the ball on the on the halfway line. I think he's... I don't understand it. There's no need if if you just let stand Harry Kane up and ask him to bring the ball down. He's sixty yards away from goal.
0: him. do whatever. You don't need to make that header. That, yeah. That's a ridiculous you know decision what it is, Chris? he's made. He, he thinks Harry Kane's too good for him there, and he's terrified of him getting the ball and going at him. So he's, he's thought, right, I can't have that, so I'm going to do this. A good, a better defender with a better decision would, would think, you know what? Granted, this lads on fire. Harry Kane's a phenomenal footballer. We've seen that. We've seen that week in week out. You've still got to back yourself to hmm. so go. You know what? If he gets this on the half turn. I'm going to get touch title. I'll get on his back. And you know, if he turns me, I'll just boot him and take a yellow card. Yeah,
1: that's did, not difficult. It's, it's, Don't it's, take yourself out of the
0: game. By doing what he did, we're we, we snookered. Yeah. We're left with James Milner trying to catch up with Son and, and that's not going to happen. You know, James Milner's 30-odd and Son's rapid quick. It, it was just terrible decision-making. So I think he definitely isn't good enough. Mignolet, I have an issue with Mignolet in that. I think he might be just about good enough to get you beat. Mm. In that, you can kind I have done it myself. i, I he started coming around, hasn't he? Last eighteen months I think he's played pretty well on and off. Mainly well. The error here and there. But then that's in his locker. And if that was one you know, I've seen Hugo Lloris, for example, this season, flap apples and good. Yeah, yeah, of and he has and he's done it. I've seen David De Gea at times do it. But it's a it's a rarity. You're surprised when it happens. With him, you you just that wasn't a huge shock. It was like, Oh, he's back to me and Simon again. So ideally, no, he wouldn't be on our team either. I I was happy from the start. I, I I'll be honest. I've, I, people might slag me off for saying this. I'm done with Karius if, Yeah, if, I, I'm. I i do not think he's that good. If he either. wants, to, if he wants to come back in the team and he proves me wrong, I'll gladly come. I'd be delighted to be wrong. But I'm done on him. He does me then I can't be arsed with him. He doesn't save anything. Ward's the keeper that I want to see? Give him a go. He's big. He's strong. He's physical. He talks and he saves loads. He does. He's a good player. I don't see what he's done wrong. So. I understood starting with Minnie this season. I thought he had a good year last year. You yeah. know, he, I, th- I really did. I thought he played really well, especially down. You know, the the last ten games or so. I thought he had a really strong end yeah, of the season. Yeah, West
1: Brom he was amazing. Stoke to, uh, away, soak, yeah. saves
0: penalties against Chelsea. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I thought dropping him would be harsh. You to be fair, you could go into that dressing room after Tottenham and go, I could drop every single one of you. I hope he did say that. I, I hope he said, "Everyone, you, you've you just let me down. You've let these lads down, these fans down." I could drop any of you, and not one of you could come to me and say, "What have you done that for?" I think if you'd have done it first game of the season, you could have Minuley could have had a, a grievance about it. You know, he could have said, "What, what more could I have done, boss?" He brought carry in to push me, and he did push me, and I responded well, and he did. But now he couldn't have any complaints.
1: Yes. My issue with Minuley isn't that it isn't all the mistakes and all that type of stuff. I, it, and perhaps it should be my issue is he's the wrong type of goalkeeper for the system that we play. And I don't think our defence is ever going to improve until we get the defender that is the sweeper-keeper. Now, I think Karius might be a better better option than Simon Mignolet, but yeah, I don't no think guy, he's yeah. a better keeper. The issue is he's not as good a shot-stopper. He'd well, be great if he could save it. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> issue. Whereas I think Danny Ward... Now, my problem with that with Danny Ward is that I've not seen enough of him. Yeah. So I couldn't tell you if he's a sweeper-keeper or not. You know I've seen a handful of games of Danny Ward playing first-team football and at that instance, I've seen what I think he can do, but I'm not 100% sure, do you know what I mean? Whereas I know Callius is that sweeper-keeper. Simon is not good enough. Lloris Callius, for me, isn't good enough. You look back at the side that played Tottenham at the weekend, you know, Klopp didn't sign Mignolet, Klopp didn't sign Alberto Moreno, Klopp didn't sign Dejan Lovren and Joe I'm Gomez.
0: Nice. I said that, he, Brendan Rodgers didn't get sacked because Napoli couldn't score goals, yeah. did he? He got sacked because Liverpool were not defend them well, and that's why we kept, you know, we we were shipping goals and stuff. And yet we go to Tottenham away, one of the, the one of the biggest games of the season, and four of those lads are, are playing. You know what I mean? And I understand Klein was injured, but then again, he's one of those signings. Um,
1: we spent uh, the most. Klopp spent on a on a defender at the moment is eight million quid on Andy Robertson. He can't get a looking into the size, Yeah, you know, we Claver. spent four so we, million on Clavin. We got Stephen Corkin and We got Joe Matip and, uh, and Matip might turn out to be one of those centre backs that we look back on and go, "What a career he's had at Liverpool." But right now, in this defence, it doesn't look like it's going that way. To no, be perfectly he looks honest. like
0: a, he looks like a decent defender. Yeah. he doesn't look great. He doesn't look poor. He looks all right. I think, like I said before, I think he gets away with a bit too much because we're all concentrating on other things and. I wrote that on Twitter the other day as an aside, and I got loads. Of, well, how would you look playing next to Lovren or? And, and, well, and, well. and I understand it. That's fine. Get it. What I would say is that the absolute best defenders I've seen in this league have played next to shit lads at times mm. and looked good. I've watched Vincent Kompany be amazing next to surrounded, surrounded by garbage like Mangala. And granted, he might let a few goals in, but Vincent Kompany did his job. If Joe Matip is worrying about what's next to him and stuff like that, and it's affecting him, then that's on him. You should be able to kind of do your job. Having Lovren or Gomez or Clava next year doesn't make you decide to head the ball to the edge of the box with early.
1: No, it doesn't. And it is an example from an 11-a-side game I played in recently, not the one from a couple of weeks ago. I'm playing centre-half with somebody. We have a little discussion. We've never played together. I tell the guy next to me I'm slow. So you need to make sure that you've got that. When the ball comes over the top, you've got to do it. And these guys, Lovren and Matip, and what I'm trying to say is they've worked together long enough to know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and they need to be able to cover for each other's strengths and weaknesses. And that's the thing that doesn't seem to happen for me. You never see Matip making up for Lovren's mistakes when he knows they're coming. Equally, you never see Lovren doing it for Matip.
0: And we don't have five minutes where we just go, you know what, lads, we're under the cost here. How many times would we just see Carragher shouting? How many times did we hear him at the ground? Arba or, or Degging? And get, it, get in, just get for five minutes. Just stand here. I don't care what the manager said, mate. You just come and stand next to me for five minutes, and we'll we'll box that off, and then we'll go again. And we don't do it, and then we and then we get caught with our pants down. So I think, like I say, going back to the first question, a, a leader. And I don't know if Virgil Vir, Vir van Dijk's a captain, and he's a very very good defender when he. he
1: but is he the leader that we want?
0: I don't know. I don't, is he a scream? Is he an organizer? I don't know. I, I don't know enough of him. I've not seen. It doesn't look like he is to me. Yeah. He looks more like. A, a, Leib, a Steven Gerrard type captain. Follow yeah. me, lads. and boss. I'll sort this out. That's great. And, it put listen, putting him into this side will make us better. It just will. Better play. It, exactly. it can't not. Exactly. It won't go that much worse, anyway. I, I still think there's there's room, for, and that's what I'm saying about Matip, there is room for someone, and he might not have to be the best defender. He might even be a little bit worse than Joel Matip, but Liverpool might be better off as a net if it is someone who, like, I remember, I'm not saying Liverpool should buy this guy. Before people start slagging me off on on, on the comments or Twitter or whatever, but the lad is a Tarkowski You come, Burnley played Anfield, and he mm-hmm. was magnificent. And all day he's 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 grabbing Ben Me next to him, saying, "Get in here, I'm here, I'm shouting, stand there, stand there." And at one stage on the corner, he's physically moving lads with himself going there. Why he's a Burnley player? Yeah. He's a known With all due respect, to the lad he's come from the lower leagues. He's a no name player. Joe at international footballer. who's played in the Champions League. He's played in the Bundesliga. He's now playing for Liverpool. That I don't understand why you can't do that. Why can't you say today, John Lovren, Harry Kane's good. You know, give him, give me him It's a,
1: it's in your makeup or it's not in your makeup. I yeah, think, and that's the, that's the difference. That's where true captains and true leaders they're just built like that. Jamie Carragher's built like which that. Is, Stefan, which,
0: you know. which, which is opposed, sorry, to interrupt you, thing, It Goes back to the recruitment. Where Klopp is so big on character, isn't he? he? Talks about it all the time. And I want this from me lads. I want this. I want this. That's a fundamental flaw that we we don't have in that back four. Just someone who you don't need your manager all the time telling you what to do. It doesn't have to be the manager's job. It doesn't have to be your captain's job. Jamie Carragher didn't have the armband on for the majority of his career because the lad standing next to him or the lad in front of him had that armband on.
1: But he was still the captain on the field. He, and here's something I think that we've missed and maybe not in a... How well he's been playing how well Moreno's been playing. But James Milner is an organiser and James Milner was shouting yeah. at people last season from left back. You know, you put Alberto Moreno in and Alberto Moreno's had a great season so far, but you do lose something yeah. else. You know, James Milner was always there, always shouting at people, always telling them where they're supposed to be, knew his job role inside and out. Now Moreno's five, ten yards further up the field, and that might be something that Klopp wants, but I do think you're missing out on that little bit of leadership yeah, that James sure. Milner gave.
0: I think a lot of this will get go- people will start asking, Well, what's the Henderson role in this and, uh, to the next then to get it on set pieces, I understand that he's the captain. I think in general play, it's hard for the midfielder to, to shout back at the defence. Yeah. You know, I think as a captain, I think it's always easier to look forward. To see the work. So I always think it's better for you to centre half, for example, to be the man doing that himself. On set pieces, I agree. Henderson could be doing more. I think someone on that free kick should be shouting, lads, for Tongan and. Mate, Hobb, I was on Tong- the sofa. Uh, for Tongan and Alderville, they'll just stand them back. Let's just drop ten yards. Yeah. And if they dink it around and mess around, win the tackle and we'll kick it off for a throw. Listen,
1: at, we we both on the marking scheme, so I, I get why Henderson has to be where he's supposed to be. But again, going back to risk rewards, you know, you've got two men on the edge of the box there. Henderson or somebody could go. The Tongan's five yards off me here, lads. The chances are we're not going to get a breakaway and score. Any chance the real danger is actually. Tongan at the back stick there because he's five yards away from me. You know, I'm not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater and completely throw out everything that you've learned and that you're taught by Jurgen Klopp, but in game situations, sometimes things have to evolve. It's exactly. the game isn't played in a, in a classroom, the game is played with men on the field. And if they do something that you're not expecting, you
0: have to react to that. Would you agree that we've got too many optimists and not enough pessimists? So, Emre, as, he, as, as as a as, football as a ru- team, just as a general rule, sorry, yeah, of, of any. So, for example, Emery Chan has got the ball at half time on the halfway line, and Deli Alley's all over him.
1: Mm. He tries to skin him.
0: He's being optimistic. He's, an, he's thinking, I'll skin him, get past him, we'll create a chance, and we'll go in at 2 all A pessimist would say, Let's just put it in the stands and get to half time. You, get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, I get what you're saying. Or even like, 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 so on that free kick, or in like for example, the ball goes to the edge of the box sometimes, and Liverpool will try and pass it because we're trying to score. And that's admirable, and like I say Klopp's probably taught him that. But at times you have to boot it. It's the second time Emory Channel has been caught out in possession in recent games, and we've ended up conceding because of it. You know, he passed the ball backwards, didn't he? Uh, was that Newcastle? No. It might have been Burnley, I think, the home game. I can't remember who it was against. I think it might have been Burnley. And then again, again he does that against Tottenham. I just think it's great when it's working. I, you, I I don't know how
1: to answer the optimist pessimist question, but what I will say is we need more people like we you know, we both watch American football a lot. You need to understand the game situation, I think, a bit more. You throw know, it away. Yeah, throw it away and all that type of stuff, what the quarterbacks do, or staying in bounds to run the clock out, do you know what I mean? And and that's what it is for me. It's we were two minutes into uh, extra time and Emmy Chan's trying to beat his man thirty yards into our thing when Get to half time, lads. We've done really well to get back into this game. We'll pick it up second half and we'll see if we yeah. can make something out of it. Not let's lose the game here because we're going to concede a silly freaky and a silly goal from it. Like, yeah. um, so there we go. I think we've answered those questions and the answer was no for both of them. <laughs> yes. Um once once one topic that I wanted to get stuck into a lot, to be honest, because you know, we've seen online at the FSG out, and the FSG, I don't think there's an FSG in, to be honest with you. Um but it came up in the office yesterday, and we were talking about it, and we'd heard rumours of a potential bid. Now I don't know if there's any truth in in any of this stuff, and I'm not even going to comment on 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 those rumours. What I will what I will ask though, is if a bid came in, if would you want new owners? Uh,
0: it depends who and where the money was from, all that kind of things. I wouldn't be against it. Okay. Which is the thing I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out. So, for example, if someone's asked to buy Chelsea now, they go no. I don't, I'm quite happy with Roman, or if someone tries to buy Man City, they'll go, they'll go no, we're happy with the sheep, man. so I wouldn't rule her out. I was uneasy a couple of years ago when the Chinese big come in, I, I was uneasy with that because there's lots of talk about, you know, again, I don't want to be you know too disparaging or get myself in legal trouble and whatever new guys, but there was talk, you know, it's a bit dodgy, you know, where's the money coming from, human rights, blah, 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 I, that would make me uneasy. Ideally, a bit, a trillionaire Liverpool fan who just wants Liverpool to win will come in and go, "I'll buy this off yours and I'll guarantee you an extra amount of money a season." Go and buy you everyone, Jurgen. That'd be listen. Who who would? Why would you say no to that? My
1: my thing is that I think because Liverpool is supposedly valued at one point two to one point five billion now, that would essentially ward off all the cowboys, because at two hundred million. Or two and whatever FSG bought Liverpool for, I think there are a lot of people that could probably afford that. They probably can't afford to run a football club. Yeah. But I think when you're looking at the £1.2 billion investment, you're probably saying these guys are in it for trophies. Yeah, because they're not, it. they're not in it to make a lot of money because there's not a lot of money to be made. So for me, if someone was to come in for a £1.2, £1.2 £1.5 billion bid for Liverpool and they weren't Hicks and Gillette. They were someone, and I think due diligence has probably changed a lot of this stuff now as well with the Premier League stuff. I'd be all over it because, as I've always said, you know, I'm not FSG out, but if someone comes in who wants to make Liverpool a success I ain't standing in FSG's way you know what I mean and and that's what it comes down to because ultimately all I care about is success on the field I want Liverpool to win trophies I want Liverpool to have investments in the football side FSG have done a good job I think remodelling this and restructuring this football club in terms of commercial deals and all that I couldn't care less the only reason I care about that type of stuff is because it puts players on the pitch for us and I think eventually we'll get more players but if you're asking me that I could stick with FSG for five years and we might we might have, we might not win the league in those five years, or the, a guy coming in is going to back Klopp, and Klopp's vision for Liverpool Football Club, and still carry on with the Kirby development, and still maybe redevelop the Anfield Road. And I am all over that.
0: Yeah, and you'd be would be mad not to. And like I say, you, uh, the FSG out stuff, I kind of get it. Cause I, I they've done a lot right, but they've done a, a lot wrong as well, and they aren't the perfect owners. And I think as Liverpool fans, maybe we're maybe we're spoilt, or maybe we maybe I'm being wrong, but are you doing everything you can to make Liverpool the best football team and club in the world? That should be your aim. If your aim is to just be the fourth best team in England and win a cup every now and then, go and buy Tottenham, go and buy Newcastle, go and buy Everton. Your your aim should be to be the best team, first of all, in England, then secondly, the best team in Europe, and then thirdly, the best team in the world. That's what whoever, everyone in our football club, from the dinner lady right up to the owner, that should be the aim. And if you're not, get a new job. And I'm not sure at this moment in time these fellas are saying, do everything we can to win. In fact, know they're not. They're definitely because they must, they can't be. Otherwise, some of the decisions that have been made would not have happened. So I think they want to win. I think this whole thing that, you know, they're in it for the money, they're only protecting, they're trying to make the club richer and then they'll sell it. Ultimately, I think that is their aim. You know, they do want to make. Them they, are they are businessmen at the yeah, end of the day.
1: They've, they've, they've got a good investment at whatever they could make a billion pounds exactly. out of Liverpool.
0: Exactly. And but you they-
1: know what? If I was a businessman and and it wasn't something that I felt so
0: emotive about, like Liverpool Football Club, I'd be like, yeah, that's a good opportunity. I agree, but I do think they want to win. I, th- I think and winning makes it winning makes them more valuable anyway. Yeah. If, they, if Liverpool win win in European Cups and Premier League, that a better value team. The problem but,
1: is the landscape's changed so much over even the last seven years. You know, you're not competing with. Two or three other superpowers anymore in the Premier League. You know, back then it was it was Manchester United and Chelsea, really, wasn't it? They were the even two Arsenal winning the league. While, yeah. Arsenal was still coming runner up at that time, or, or third or fourth place. Now you've got the emergence of Manchester City. Tottenham, for me, is the model that FSG wanted, and we're behind them. So we're not even doing the model that they wanted well we're enough. Not the, we're not doing the best of that. Of exactly. The, yeah. Of those teams that are built like Liverpool, Tottenham are doing it better than us yep. and have done it better than us. We didn't close the gap. We finished exactly the same point. To Behind Tottenham last season, as we did the season before. Granted, we both put points on, but the gap didn't get any smaller. And then you've got things like, well, if you, if um, FSG is about developing youth, it's seven years we're not having youth players come into this side yet. Why? Hmm. So yeah.
0: there's even there's loads of things there as well. I mean, Tottenham could say, here's, here's Kane, here's, here's Winks, here's your, you know, your, is it the young lad, a fullback? Uh, Trippie was a Burnley not, player. No, the other he? lad, Deeper Play, that Walker Peters wasn't it? Did, did when Kyle Walker? Yeah, Rose, I
1: don't, don't know where these yeah, so, from. So
0: they, they they're doing our model better than us. Yeah. So what? Why is that? You know, there's tons to be asked. So yeah, listen. You you've got to be careful what you wish for. I think that, that's, we've we, been that's that's we have been thing. bitten before. We have, I mean, we stood on the, we stood on Saint George's or protesting to get rid of one set of owners. These aren't that. They're not. <laughs> they're not terrible. They're not. They might not be good. Yeah. Not, I I don't know. I the middle of the road, and unfortunately. At the minute, we've got with a middle of the road team, yeah. with middle of the road owners. So yeah, you would want it to be better, but but it's all I'd say, and I want these lads out. I want these lads out. There was talk the to other day, sell it to Amanda Staveley or whatever. She's not even a. Well, she might. She's buy, a broker. She, but there's talk that she might, she personally might be interested in doing something with Newcastle, but that's for like at most five hundred million. So she hasn't got one pounds to spend on Liverpool, and then I'd, and then finance it. There are very few people in the world, I think, who would have that money and be willing to do it. You've got to be careful. You know, for example, people might look at PSG. And you know, oh, they're well, buying Neymar. It's brilliant. I would be uneasy with that because they're from it's it's basically Qatari state money, and you, you can see what's going on if you look if you Google the World Cup there. You can see the human rights situation, and people. Maybe I'm just being a bit soft, but I wouldn't. I'd be uneasy seeing that money that these yeah. people are doing I so think, it's
1: hard I think it's difficult isn't it because you don't know what the owners and, and the thing is we've been burnt in the past with exactly. Hicks and Gillette I but this. I think if if, they, if if people if a football fan genuinely wanted to make Liverpool world class go for if, it if, if a
0: scouter me or you win an X amount of billion pounds on a lottery or whatever and I'm, I'm guaranteeing you there's what you do I've got a business plan blah 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 I love Liverpool I want Liverpool to win you'd be stupid to say no Yeah. So, so, ju- yeah, come I mean, in yeah
1: Bend over. Go. That's fine with me. Yep. Uh, OK, so there we go. We've done a little bit on that one. Uh, thanks for that one. And then we're going to get into some of your questions. Um, so we, we took these from Twitter this week. Uh, and at Cyward2505. Ooh, 25th of the 5th. That was a special date, wasn't it? Um see what he's done there. I can see what he's done there as well. Nice, I like that. Uh, how long would it take you to stop laughing if Phil Neville got the Everton job?
0: <laughs> a long time. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, Could you imagine? It'd be, uh,
1: I'd love it. I mean, it yeah. Some of the names that are being linked with Everton,
0: Everton. I mean, answer the question. I'll get, I'll get the bookies odds yeah, up. Yeah, so, yeah, that, I mean, that would be horrendous for them. I mean, it'd be absolutely hilarious because they'd probably get relegated. And I know a lot of people in this city, but I know you're including this. I've got, I've got a family who are Evertonians and stuff. And I've got one inclusion Evertonian, but I-
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Like me, In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
0: I would still piss me off if they got relegated. I'm happy for that to happen. So by all means, get them. But the issue I've, been, I've got now, they're in a sticky situation. I mm-hmm. don't, don't want to go too much into it. we the absolute top managers. So why would Carlo Ancelotti want to go manage Everton or Thomas Tuchel? And maybe they will. Maybe you know Everton pull a blind and pull a rabbit out of a hat. But other than that. He's linked on the back pages today, too. Yeah, sure, it isn't it is, yeah. There's loads of them. But then
1: so is Sean Dysh. Sean Dysh is the favourite. Then we got Sam Allardyce, <laughs> a three to one. Then Unsworth, five to one. David Moyes, ten to one. Then you've got Ancelotti and Tusha, which they're not giving odds for on this one.
0: And then you've got someone like, you know, Marco Silva and stuff like that, which again, if you, can Chelsea. Get to, if you go will get him out to Watford and stuff, <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, it's funny, Chris, before we saw about um, getting rid of the owners and stuff, and then sometimes, like, you, you do what you do that, and then you look at what's available, and you're thinking, eh, do we really need to do that? The and I think the had to be honest, he's he gone. But none of them on paper are that much better than him. Obviously, Ancelotti and Tusha are, yeah. you, you, but. Might be a bit Ancelotti
1: was telling us two and a half years ago that we needed 200 million to fix the span. By the way, I think he was right. Yeah. Um, he wasn't wrong, was he? Was no, he, he wasn't. Um the 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 thing is for them I think they they've probably gone a little bit earlier on Cooman than they than they wanted to because I think there'll be a few clubs looking for managers over the next few weeks and kind of like what we did to get Klopp in we went with opportunistic. Rogers. yeah opportunistic exactly so we went a little bit early I think and just throwing my hat into the ring here I think they'll give it underway at the end till the end of the
0: season they should do they probably should no give it to him and see where you're going then but don't hire him. Yeah. I went down the Craig Shakespeare route that doesn't work, let him be a caretaker and then and then give it, even if he does whatever he does, unless he wins something, maybe you have to keep him. But even Chelsea, Roberto Di Matteo, caretaker, won the Champions League and it was great and he hired him and he was crap. Yeah. So if I was them, yeah, they should be getting to the season. But
1: I'd love after you got Unsworth until the end of the season as well, you know, because he's, he's, not, he's not been a manager.
0: No, the thing is, they're all saying, you know, Rhino, you know, the passion and the blues and <laughs> At the end of the day, you got crap players. Yeah. So there's only so much you can. You can only polish your ted so much, and it's still yeah. a turd. So yeah, well, whoever who gives a fuck who can sign.
1: Okay. Um, next one then. Uh, a point, Gerard. Oh, hang on. At Sat, Klopp A S A P on Twitter. <laughs> uh, address the Gerard situation. I didn't know it was a situation, but we'll ad- we'll ask answer your question regardless. Should Gerard be the next Liverpool manager after Klopp?
0: Yeah. Is this a situation? No. Okay. It's, it's not, Let's yeah, answer the question. He should, but it should, it should be in like five, ten years. It shouldn't be now. I mean, if if Jurgen Klopp somehow decided to walk or got sacked tomorrow, I wouldn't want Steven Gerrard. I'll to play devil's advocate on this. Okay.
1: It's in the I can't even say it with a same face.
0: No, you're right. It's a, but he 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 had he managed the reserve sort of a bit. Yeah. He did not just walk in. Did so he last done it for a bit? He's for like four weeks. It's <laughs> a bit like work experience. It's a bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's it's a period of time. I worked in all the hay. For a bit, yeah. I mean, it I, was two weeks work experience I, I when I was say, fourteen. But say, go ahead. I went to Diehl. have done like half a day. But yeah, ideally, I would like that. Do to be our next manager? But I want to be in like five ten years. So I've got no, in, you know, sack Klopp ASAP. I, no, but that that should be the that should be what we try and do. It's very much a it's a it's the you know bringing them through, developing. Yeah, it. of course. So yeah, but not now. And if, if you are in Klopp for somebody, I say if you walk tomorrow or you got sacked tomorrow. I wouldn't be the one I want to... Again, he might be a good caretaker, but then that's when you'd be looking at someone like a Carlo Ancelotti.
1: Also, to, to go against the playing Devils in Zidane took over Real Madrid, and they had some decent players, I believe, at the yeah, time. Not too bad, yeah, not bad. So, yeah, I think how Gerard would handle the situation with the with the team at the moment, how he'd get them defending better, how he'd find he'd leadership give himself in a the team. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have to. How you get that's the only way you can get leadership onto our side, isn't I'll, it? I'll so put on. I I I'm, to answer the question I would like him to be the next manager. I'd always prefer Carragher being a manager over Steven Gerrard, though. I think Gerrard is your director of football for me, and Carragher was always your manager in, in my perfect utopian state of Liverpool Space Football Club. That Yeah, and actually, you know, we'd, we'd be owned by Liverpool fans as well, because yeah, that would be the way that that is done. Uh, okay, so we go to Atmarine FC Adam. I wonder if he plays for them. He's just a fan. Um, Stone Cold or The Rock, who was the best?
0: Stone Cold for me.
1: I ah, know, you're wrong. Okay, thanks. It's The Rock. Okay. Why?
0: Was, his name was Steve, for a start. Uh, and he was bald. Uh, okay, I, fine. I wasn't bald. We we'll understand I wasn't it. bald in the 90s. Yeah. You no, know, I had hair. I just assumed you just... No, I had gel. I used to gel my hair. Maybe that's why it fell really? out Really? What gel did you use? Brill cream for
1: a while. Oh, anyone listening in their, in their teens, don't use brill yeah. cream. You'll end to, up like Steven.
0: Wet-look brill cream. I used to slick it all back. I used
1: to... Did you love it? Oh, I love Boss. Did you do it as much as Paul does it with his hair?
0: No, 'cause it was it, it was set. So once it was in, it was. It's not touching. It, yeah, it, it was, you're a bit like Lego. A little bit, yeah. A bit like a souffle. A if souffle. You, if you touch it, it'll just fall. Well, up, fall it a bit. All oh, right. Okay. So you don't want that. So yeah, it was back and done, and it was gone. But yeah, so like
1: Macaulay Culkin at Home Alone when he's doing it in the mirror.
0: Not so. No, that's not not not, not so slick. It was more spike a bit, bit tinting like. Okay. Spiky at the front. We've all been there. Yeah, but yeah. So it wasn't too the ball, but I was a big wrestling fan in the nineties, funnily enough, and. I was a big Stone Cold fan. I, I liked the whole, uh, you know, give you, kick your boss's ass situation yeah. and stuff because who didn't want to do that with with, with, with people of authority? So yeah, and to be honest, the uh, he was the one who I always preferred to win when the, he fought the Rock a couple of times, didn't he? Mm. And I was always on a on Stone Cold side.
1: I see. I always preferred the Rock, and and maybe the reason for that is that. He changed it all for me. Like you know, the fact that he could act a lot better than anybody else just made him more interesting. And he was, well, he was like, funny. Wasn't he? he was charismatic. He was funny. He was great. And look at him, like do you know what I mean. And Moana. That's all I'm saying to you. Moana.
0: Uh, it was. He's who, great in Moana. It's who was the best? Not who is the best. Yeah. If you're talking, if you're talking films, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of *Walking Tall*. It's one of those trashy films that I just absolutely love with The Rock in it. So, I mean, now, yeah, I'll take The Rock every time, because I think Steve Austin might have a, a bit of a beer. Belly. I just
1: always thought Stone Cold was a bit of a one-sick pony.
0: Yeah, but that, it, was a good, it worked, didn't I it? I don't think it was that good a check. I mean, it beer. worked because it was
1: faked, Steve. Yeah,
0: yeah but he, got, he just
1: drank beer. He didn't, though. Okay, he, he wasted it, beer that's that's, a, that's, yeah, that annoyed me yeah, that's that a, really did he, he smashed four cans together and pour it all down his chest and I'd be like what a waste of Bud like, Light just have a sip <laughs> yeah just just have a little sip there's no need to waste it drink it in the back you big hard man
0: yeah no you're absolutely right yeah rock,
1: the rock never wasted beer Therefore, The Rock was better. There you go. Okay, uh, we'll go on to a question from at Pete8837. Why won't Klopp play a 4-2-3-1 formation? I'm just going to try and say that without my voice breaking. Why won't Klopp play, <laughs> play a 4-2-3-1 formation? Offers the extra DM in the hole to help defensively. Basics need to be dealt with. And that's Pete's world.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of people talk about this, you know, the whole, is it the setup while why Liverpool are defensively weak and all stuff? And, and I'm not that sure it is, to be honest. Which of those four goals would having two defensive midfielders at the weekend solved? Does it stop Dejan Lovren being an absolute prick? No, it doesn't. Does it stop Joel Matip heading the ball to Dele Alley? Or does it stop Simon Mignoli flapping that across? So no, I think a lot of the goals Liverpool let let in are just by the players aren't good enough or the mentality is wrong. So I don't think you need two sitting midfielders to make this team better defensively. I, I really don't. So that's why he doesn't do it, and because he wants his three attackers lads on the pitch as well. That's another reason. So okay, well,
1: I'll play devil's advocate. Gomez makes the overlap, and the one where Dejan Lovren goes to miss the ball, Milner ends up running back against Son. There is an argument to be said that that, a a fast defensive midfielder does make
0: that. Yeah, yeah, because Milner's not the DM yet has ended up chasing Son through the middle of the park. But but then again, that you could just say if that was Genie Wijnaldum. We might have caught him, you know. What I mean? It just it didn't have to be a DM. It just had to be someone a bit faster. If Mo Salah found himself in that position, for you know, what I mean, I don't know if to. For me, I don't. I mean, think You've got somebody there thinking about the other
1: person's run because Milner clearly yeah. clearly knows where the danger is. He knows more than anybody else on the field. He's trying. He's just not fast yeah, enough.
0: Yeah, so if you, but then like I said, so in a four-two-three-one, it would still be James Milner wouldn't it? So still it might be channel, but he
1: might be ten yards deeper. You might have a chance, I just don't know, yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. I don't, know. I don't think there are games, I think, with the attack and full backs, I get why the four-two-three-one becomes an option for people because you know Henderson's starting position being quite central, or maybe even over to the left, someone else over to the right, you've just got more chance. But I think ultimately. I'm not sure. I think you're right. I think you know those goals are soft to concede and they will be conceded regardless. I, I think, think a we'd... better defensive base could be a good option for
0: Yeah, us. for sure, maybe. And I, I actually think we've got the personnel to play 4-2-3-1 because you could play Coutinho or Firmino as a 10 and you could get Storage or Solanke on. And all it means, you'd have to drop one of Henderson Channel or Wijnaldum for... Probably, a, uh, probably st- well it would be Sturridge or Slanky I'd imagine in this setup, wouldn't it? I don't think I'd want for Firmino up front in a four-two-three-one. If I'm honest, no, I'd want to miss the ten be- because he's tracking back into where the number ten is anyway. So, I I can see the reason for it, but I don't know if it, it would make us that much solid defensively. And uh, and the question is if why doesn't Klopp want to do it? He's the manager. his yeah. his setup is four-three? That's what he wants. He instills four-three-three. He's bought players for four-three-three. He's trained them on a four-three-three. Every decision he's made pretty much has been around that formation isn't it, signings, letting people go, who he picks, who he doesn't pick so that's what he's set himself up with I don't think that would be something that he would consider, I don't think, he's never once even been linked to an out and out defensive midfielder Mm. he's been linked to a few number 6 players so the hood for example, we've never been linked with a Wanyama going back a McAlealy, whose job was just to sit and do it, we're more in the Pep Guardiola style of a Fernandinho, who is a six, who you know he covers a lot of ground and he plays the ball. He isn't just a, a stopper. So that's why we
1: didn't see Lucas Leiva play defensive midfielder a yeah, yeah.
0: lot. You know there maybe, are
1: attributes that a defensive midfielder in our our formation ha- needs that someone like a Lucas Leiva doesn't so have.
0: There's no, there's a no reason why Liverpool weren't in Man Matic And again, he's a good player, but Liverpool. I imagine thoughts he doesn't have the legs to cover across. Yeah. Someone like N'Golo Kante would be amazing at that job because he, he's, he's a fantastic footballer. Because he's more than just DM. He is, he, he's, he's a DM. He's got the legs. I think you need to, to be full of energy to play that role and Henderson is to, to his credit. That's what he can do. I just don't think Klopp's ever considered a change and maybe he should and I understand the question but
1: yeah, for me the 4-2-3-1 helps in in other areas of the field because I think you know you look at the way that Tottenham set up against us at the weekend and they overloaded us in the midfield. You know, as as great as Son and Kane were, they just had more bodies in the centre of the midfield than we did, and that's where I think a lot of it comes down to. Whereas I think for me, you know, if he was to play that ten, helps out a little bit in that
0: situation. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, that's where you could, that's where you could get a bit of benefit from, couldn't you? But effectively, you're playing. It's still a three, though, really. It's, I don't think 4-2-3-1 is that different than, to what we play, if I'm honest. It's still three midfielders. That's what we've got now. We just play a one and a two. It's Brendan Rodgers' flipping the triangle, isn't it? It's not that much different. And it would be the same players, wouldn't it? Right now, it would be, yeah. So it would be Henderson and Chan with Coutinho or Lallana in front. That's what it would be in this scene. Is that that much different than what we do anyway? I, I don't know.
1: No, it's the job roles that differs rather than the actual players, obviously. Okay, so we move on then. Uh, Elliot J. Brown on Twitter. Do you think letting Sacco go in the summer was a mistake? Does the fallout show more about Klopp's character than Sacco's? Klopp in, by the way. Um, I'll answer this one. I don't think letting Sacco go in the summer was a mistake. I, I don't think it can be. And it goes back to something you were saying a minute ago. It's Klopp's team. I think if, you know, the amount of times we spoke about this during last season and and, and during the summer is if Klopp doesn't think he's right, then it doesn't matter how good a defender he is. I think Saka was was the second best centre-back at our club behind Joel Matip, maybe even arguably the best centre-back at our club. But if the team's worse because he's there and the group's worse because he's there, I just don't see it and I don't see why he's not a Liverpool player. I don't understand why. I'll be
0: honest, Elliot. I don't
1: understand why you're asking me about him because it doesn't matter to me.
0: See, I don't think... Well, he was never going to play, so then you sell him. You know I mean, it's like yeah. it's, he just wasn't going to pick him, so that that's fine. Now, has Klopp made a mistake? Maybe. So, it says, does it show more about Klopp's character than Sacco's? Well, I don't know. At the end of the day, he's, Klopp's the boss and Sacco's the employee or Sacco, you know, Sacco's the, the player. So, the boss... The, the, the Unless you are Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo... You're not gonna. You're not gonna win that battle against them. Yeah. There's very few players in the world who can win that one-on-one individual battle. Loads of play. Loads of managers bomb players out. Jose Mourinho bombed Juan Mata out, and Juan Mata is a is a as a midfielder is a well better midfielder than Sacco is defender. Yeah. And Mourinho won that battle. At Chelsea, he just did straight away. You know, you you just win. That's what happens. And if your manager tells you to do something, I I can't imagine Klopp just one day walked in and went Sako, fuck off. There'll been a conversation like. You're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong stop it or you're out and if he continues to do it then you you've, you've got yeah, to go right. we, yeah. we've we've both employed staff in our jobs if they deliberately if you tell someone to do something or not i suppose ask you ask someone to act a certain way or th- these are our company rules these are our rules and that person continues to disobey them then you've got to you've got to let them go because and again might, like I said before, it could be a short term loss but it's a long-term gain yeah. because it lays the law down. Fucking hell, our best centre-half just been binned off there you know, because he was a bit of a knobhead. And maybe, maybe a young player coming through, I mean, Ben will burn over his yardage, Trent looks at it and goes... Yeah, need to knuckle down here. Exactly, otherwise, if I, you know, if I act...
1: There's like, intangible benefits to that for the like, squad.
0: If I, act, if I act like a knobhead, I'm out. So, the question gets brought up because of how crap law runs been, and I understand it to an extent, but listen, Sacco could have made himself a Liverpool legend we loved him. He might not have been a great player, but everyone loved the fella and he was a decent defender. He would be in our first eleven. There's no doubt about that. But he act, he acted like a knobhead. Yeah. So it's on him.
1: Okay, and final question from at Paul Machen on Twitter. Prick. At Paul Machen doesn't quite sound right. That's the word. At the Paul Machen on Twitter. Sorry, that's it. You've
0: got um, to remember, he isn't at Paul Machen, he is the Paul Machen. Yeah. The one and only. I know. It's mad that, isn't it? Prick.
1: hope you're enjoying your holiday mate Um, you are Klopp you are Klopp you have to tear up the current plan change nine players and the formation
0: from the weekend use under 18s and 23s if necessary go do you want me to go is that an instruction go okay so formation wise I've gone for a 4-2 diamond
1: okay nice I like Uh, it
0: because that's that's the formation change I've gone I'll go straight away the two players I've kept in I've kept in Matip and I've kept in Salah. Okay. Because as great, I, I just couldn't live without a, a Gomez clarvan centre half partnership again. It, I, I I have I'm not a huge Matip, fan, he's our best option. There's got to stay. So I've got Danny Ward in goal, mm-hmm. which I've explained before. Carius, I'm done with. So I'm, um. So my first change, obviously, I put Trent at right back. Yeah. Instead of the Gomez, Matip stays. I brought Clarvan in instead of Lovren, and Andy Robertson is at left back. Um. have to make nine changes. I wouldn't mind I'm at Mourinho or whatever. At the base of him in field, I've got Gruwich. Nice. Um, I think I'm not sure if it's nat- his natural position, if I'm honest. But he's big, he's athletic, he's strong, and he'll kick people. Yeah. And I had to do something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, he was the last player I put into my side. I had to do something. Um, Genie being in the weekend helped a bit, because he's in. So Genie is in front of Gruwich, alongside Alex Croxley chamberlain
1: Okay, so Oxlade Chamberlain is now on the left hand side of a midfield diamond. Yes. Interesting, go on.
0: Yeah, or the right, I mean, whatever, whatever. We'll, we'll
1: are they, manage. is that, as the manager of this football inside Steve, so you You are instructing them to be fluid?
0: Yes, but I, I would start him on the right, actually, and that's, and all my papers left, but the, people can't see that. I think Genie can play a bit more left and cover Robertson and our box on the right with Trent. Um, okay. As a number 10, Mo Salah. Yes, okay. Yeah, uh, he yeah. played behind Edwin Zecho. He, yeah, he's done it loads, he's done, he's done it for a, for a few different... he done it for Liverpool a few weeks ago, didn't he? he You've kept the in pace
1: there. in the congested middle of the park, I see.
0: And also, again... He, 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 <laughs> Sorry. He, a, I've got to pick him. He's our best player at the minute, isn't yes. he, with Mane being injured. and. Phil do you think he ball. can
1: stumble the ball in from that deep position?
0: He can do whatever he wants, can't he? That, right. and if, we go, if we look up front, it's Sturridge and Solanke.
1: Okay, so Sturridge and Solanke are both false nines and Salah's running through? Yeah. Okay.
0: Or... Slanky's winning that down I think
1: what you've done, and it's very much what I've done, is you've picked the players you've airs off.
0: No, I think that's a good team, man. I'm happy with that team. Okay. I really wanted to get Ben Woodburn in there somewhere because I'm in love with Ben Woodburn. Well, no, you change that. He's a teenage boy. I really like Ben Woodburn as a football player. <laughs> but I struggled. I would struggle to get him in this team, if I'm honest. So I had to, I like Salah. I think Salah can play anywhere. Okay. He could play as a ten, he could put, I could also stuck on up front. And I could have played Woodburn that way. Um, I think your side might have been better. I, it might, no, I like... I've got a feeling... I, th- I always think Daniel Sturridge plays better with a strike partner. He played uh, well
1: with Arriga at West Ham was the last time we saw it. He, he, Solanke, you know, good S- fit.
0: suarez We we all saw that. I like. To, I think Dom Solanke, why not give him a go? Yeah. He could be great. He could be the next Harry Kane. Don't get me wrong, he could be the next anything. He could be the next Andy Carroll. He could be the next whatever. You don't know until you pick the lad, And you signed him for a reason... I, why not give him a game and I think he's got a I think he's got a bit of bottom. so uh, that that team could that team could take this field on.
1: Yeah, it could. It, Hopefully, it's not the team that faces this field, but it could. It it'd be, it'd give a go. Right, mine's very very similar. To be fair, I've copped out and gone for a four two three one. Uh, so I've gone Danny Ward in Nets Trent at right back. I've kept Matip exactly the same as you. He's partnered with Clavin and I've got Robertson. So back five, exactly the same. I've partnered Genie with Greenwich at the base because I had the same worries about Greenwich about whether he can do that job on his own. So I've given him a little bit of help in the experience of Genie him. And then me three are Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain on the right, Phil Coutinho I've kept in the side as my number 10 and Ben Woodburn as the left. Uh, and then I've gone Sturridge with an honourable mention of maybe Danny Ings instead of Daniel Sturridge up top, I think that's a that's a Premier League game winning side as well. Um, not too much. I mean, given the short time I mean, scale, what, yeah, state. I
0: mean, what you've what you've done, you've, you've you've essentially kept the same formation as what we play. You've, you've, no, I
1: haven't. Forty-three-one. It's four. That's four three free, Chris. It's not. It's forty-three-one. Look at Coutinho's positioning. That's well, right. in the ten. But well, well, look at the gap between <laughs> the the midfield base and Coutinho. And and here's the thing. It's four, three, you might say it's four three three or you want, but it's four two three one, and here's here's the kicker on why my side would beat your side. You've only got a week to change this. You know what I mean? You're asking them to change from a, a a four three three into a a four four two diamonds. Easy. I just don't think that that's as easily coached as you think in only what three days of coaching. I mean to be able to get Solanke and Sturridge playing together when they've been training as a one all season long, bringing Mo Salah into the ten, Gruwich playing as, as a lone defensive midfielder, I think you'd struggle. No, I and tw- I think that's why I went for a tweak on the 4-3-3 I and just off. the change to I- 4-2-3-1 because I-, I don't think that you can coach them players into that side in such a short space of time. And I think the listeners would agree with me.
0: Well, Let us first- know no, by
1: tweeting us on Twitter whose side would win.
0: Mine. Let me, what are the first three questions of the Paul Maitrens question? You are Klopp. I'm not the O, I'm not the O with no badges. I'm <laughs> Jürgen Klopp, mate. I back myself. You are Klopp. <laughs> Jürgen Klopp will walk in Monday morning and go, lads, bang, foot, diamond... Act up for doing it on the training pitch every day until they figure well, it
1: out. Well, here's the problem. If you are Klopp, Klopp would turn around and go, no, I'm not doing these stupid rules, Paul. You idiot <laughs> on Twitter. What the fuck are you sending me these list of rules on Twitter and expecting me to do it for? That is a, that's a,
0: it's a fair point. He, he wouldn't say I'd pick my best team, mate. Yeah,
1: cheers though, Paul. Or the Paul, the, sorry. The,
0: the Paul. Um, you know what? I was saying this the other day. I, I wouldn't be adverse to Klopp doing something like this, you know? Yeah. Just to give everyone a kick up the arse and just walk in and say, "Use are a crap, all yous. I fucking hate everyone here as you, you bellends. <laughs> I've just had to go on the telly there and explain why we got before 4 1. Why I never brought any fucking defenders because I said, You're all great. Why I love yous all. And you've just done that. And to be fair to Klopp, it was the first time I've seen him proper go after I his players. Fiend. And he was, you know, he says, I'd have stopped that first goal and my trabs." So he was angry. So I'll, by all means, go and dig them out, the useless gang of beds And even if, even if Huddersfield beat us and it lays down a marker that we win the next 10 afterwards, then by all means. But yeah I think we will see changes for this field I think for example he's bombed do you think he's going to be in the side then I think he will I don't
1: know I I, don't think he should and I don't think he should be indefinitely because I think what needs to happen is what happened with Simon Mignolay last season I I think he needs to have a break I think he needs to go and sort his life out and get good footy somehow
0: you know what I think if Klein was fit we'd We'd have seen it the issue is he doesn't want Joe Gomez. It's hard to say to Joe Gomez, you want me center out for five games now because that means Trent's got to play five games and I don't. Klopp's been very hesitant. That, to, that, that's to, right. And loads of people,
1: and, and I think you're about to say it, is that the, it's the two young guys and they want to rest these guys. Think of it another way because that's right. But you've got an 18 and a 19-year-old in your back four for five games. It's difficult, isn't it? And then, and then they're not getting the rest Add that on top and you've got Moreno on the left. And Joel Matip, who's playing out of position as well. Because Matip, that's the first time I've seen Matip as the left centre half, is when Degzy Lovren come off at the weekend. Now I'm not sure I thought I thought Gomez did all right when he went centre Maybe. half to be honest. I thought he did really well.
0: we'll um, the sides all, didn't it?
1: But yeah, it's it's all wrong. I mean, you can't go into Premier League games with an eighteen and you're a nineteen year old as of two, two of you back See, four think, when I it's think, struggling.
0: I don't know, I think you can. I think what was interesting was the sub. I think he, had he broke, just brought Clavan on straight away then that's the end of Degsy Lovren. Because you're basically saying... What does, what does it do to Clavin, though? Well, that's, I, mean, I think he's... He, if he'd have just straight swapped him for, for Clavin, I think Lovren's done at that stage. Yeah. By bringing Chan on and putting Chan right back, and he kind of done this in the press conference, he started saying, well, I needed Chan in the half, space, blah, blah, blah. That's bollocks. He just wanted Lovren off the pitch. Yeah. But he, he done... I think he was clever in the way that he, he did out. He didn't ruin Lovren's Liverpool career, so by doing that, sub makes me think, you no, know, he's got He's in the plans. Had he just literally gone, get off the pitch because you're shit, and I'm bringing this all oh, Estonian lad on who's a bit crap, but I think he's better than you, then you then you are bombing Lovren out. So I don't think he has done. Having said that, I would not pick him against others. Field. No, no, would I. No, I would not at all. And I I don't think he will. I think we'll see Lovren. Okay,
1: well there we go. That's the Red Men TV podcast over and done with for another week. Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, obviously, you can, you can if you want more Red Men TV podcasts. We do three exclusive podcasts every single week on the Uh It's five pounds a month. You get your first month free now. Is a great time because we've just done an interview with Lucas Lever. You can listen to that in podcast form, or you can watch it on a video. There's two near one-hour videos uh, with Lucas Lever on the on there now, and there'll be another Lucas Lever coming out on the YouTube. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five star rating on your podcast platform, please. And we'll see you next time uh, on the Red Men TV podcast, or you'll hear us. Um, you'll never walk alone.